Hey, welcome to Let's Stop There. We have one hour to read To the Rude Guy in Apartment 5 by J.S. Cooper. I know by the title, this book sounds like it might be a direct attack on me as a person, but it actually is a book, and boy, does Ganesh read it beautifully. Can we get a round of applause here for Ganesh in the intro? No. Oh, okay. Welcome to Let's Stop There. I'm Austin Hanna. Hi, I'm Ganesh Sarma. Hi. Hi, I'm Shane Berkley. <laughs> My God, you all right? What's going on over there? You got a frog on your throat? No, I took a sip and I didn't realize uh, it was going to be so fast. Mistimed Man, it. You, uh, yeah, fast drinker. Good for you. It's a healthy boy. Um, okay, this week we're reading a book called To the Rude Guy in Apartment 5 by J.S. Cooper. I'd rather book drink one. it like my normal oh. speed. I sped it up is what I'm saying. Is it because you felt the pressure of the podcast coming? It would it start faster than you anticipated? Yeah, I had to like get in the zone. Auto zone. Do you usually take big, long, leisurely gulps? I like a like a yeah, a long lick. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Is that how you drink? <laughs> Come on, you don't do that. Don't do that, right? Now. Come on. Why can't I do that? That's how. I, that's how I drink. When I'm down. When I'm, I'm not even a minute in. When I'm down at the water watering hole, you can't All just right. be making weird noises on the fucking front end of this thing. It's a normal human noise, all right, dude? Fucking, come on. All right, fine, whatever. To the rude guy in apartment five, (laughs) a.k.a. Ganesh Sarma. The book one of the Inappropriate Bachelor series. Where'd you find this one, Ganesh? Where'd you dig up this one? See this in the bargain bin? Yeah, it was uh, free, so yes. Five-finger discount, huh? Uh -huh. I get it. I picked it because it felt a little relevant as you've had neighbor issues that caused you to move so i thought you might relate to it a little bit that's true i did have rude nasty little gremlins for neighbors you were bullied out of your home is what you're saying really it was a one-sided bullying i'm not even sure that they knew that i was upset (laughs) but yeah i was driven from my home to a new home where the neighbors are nice and quiet and respectful except for little kids who fly drones around the hallways as i've mentioned in previous episodes but this one that's i can deal with that i can dodge the drones can't dodge sounds coming from above me anyway yeah new apartment's great no rude guys in this apartment other than yours truly you've been rude yet you've been like it's possible isn't it? it would be funny if i've just been the asshole well. everybody hates me that could be that could be true you know i've thought that myself because i have these neighbors across the hallway yeah who anytime i say hello because they don't say hello to me mm-hmm. but i say hello to them and they mm. It seems they're rushed to get out of there. They're like, uh, sometimes they'll say hello. Sometimes they'll just walk right by me. And I'm like, did am I am I doing I mean, something wrong? No, that's just well, I mean, listen, for one, you're totally in the right. You should say hello to your neighbors. I think that's just good manners. But that's also just kind of a New York thing, right? You don't nobody really wants to be friends with their neighbors. I mean, they're the ones with the fucking smelly shoe rack outside of their front door. Your neighbors and I do, have to fucking smell every time you, I walk into my apartment. Your neighbors do just have a pile of dirty, stinky shoes yeah, outside. It smells so bad. It does. Can they, they can't smell it, I'm guessing. I Man, mean, you're, I not, sure hope, you're not supposed to wear I, shoes in your house. But, but you're also, I mean, you can take well, them yeah, off once you keep your shoe in rack door. inside. Yeah, it's rude. yeah, I think it's weird to leave it outside. Honestly, that was one of the first problems with my neighbors in my old place. We I lived in a three-level building, one unit per floor. We were on number two, so we were sandwiched between two bad neighbors the first ones on the bottom floor the day we moved in the movers left and we were like all right we're in we're all good and then they were like i got a a text from the landlord being like somebody stole the first floor's shoes (laughs) i was like what do you mean they stole their shoes they were keeping yeezys out in the hallway who what you deserve to have your shoes yeah that's stupid amateur hour i'd go down there and take them myself if i saw them but it wasn't even us i don't know do you think the movers did it like how dare you that's fucked up besmirch my movers think i hire untrustworthy guys Nah. 
Anyway, yeah, I don't even want to. I, I have nightmares about that place. Sometimes I dream about those old neighbors. How's your etiquette? Are you holding the elevator for people? Are you holding the door? I you would say, say are you talking about the weather. I don't want to. Oh, OK, I don't want to pat myself on the back too hard, but I think I'm an ideal neighbor just in terms of politeness levels. I will make easygoing, polite conversation to the point that it is wanted, but I will not push it beyond that. I don't like when people make me talk to them a lot. No, I'm not talking about the weather. I'll say, hey, how you doing? You know, have a good one when I leave the elevator. That's a big one. When I walk out the elevator, I say, have a good one. The guy inside, they do it back to me. It's just common apartment building etiquette to say, have a good one. But no, I don't, you know, I don't want to talk about anybody's personal lives or even impersonal lives. So, yeah, I think I'm just, I think I'm right, right dead in the middle of where you want to be as a neighbor. My only problem that I am worried about is that I do keep odd hours. Oh, we are, yeah, we but are, you're, you're we are, as we, quiet as a church mouse. You don't have like, yeah, you don't have like a sound bar or anything like that. You know what I mean? Like you're pretty quiet. You're right. I don't have subwoofers on the floor like you do. Just rattle in the rafters. (laughs) But I do. I mean, I do. I am a TV on till like four in the morning person. Listen, you you keep the TV low. Yeah, too low. (laughs) What are you watching? What are you watching till four in the morning? I keep the TV too low. Yeah. (laughs) What an insult. Fuck you. There's what nothing, am I watching? Yeah, there's nothing there's, good on. There's nothing on. You know, this is like 1995. I got to watch cable. Yeah, I'm watching infomercials at four in the morning. I don't know. Whatever strikes my fancy. Perhaps a, a guy's grocery games, you know? Kid, do you watch anything else? Yeah, I watch Tournament of Champions, also on Food Network. I watch Beat Bobby Flay. Oh, my Tournament God. Tournament of Champions is, Tournament Champions is over. It was, uh, I was not satisfied with the ending, but let's see. How do you right sit there. when you watch it? <laughs> I'm... Like straight up, uh, like are you? Yeah, just straight <laughs> as a board. I mean, I do. You know, it's a probably fifty fifty sit up straight and lay and lounge vibe. Oh, I share a couch with my fiance and we watch TV together. Also, a good number of late nights, I'm playing video games late, which is also loud. <laughs> so I don't know. Jeez. I think I'm wearing headphones. Think You're not loud. You're quiet. I, You're quiet I as actually, a church mouse, as I, I once said. Head- I don't. Well, thank you. I guess I'll take that as a compliment. I don't wear headphones unless I'm talking to people. I'm an out loud listener. Okay. But, you know, I if that's my only problem, I think it's not. I could do worse. All right. I think I'm thinking I'm doing just fine as a neighbor and a person in society. Sometimes I'm, I wonder how loud my shit is to other people, because as I said, I have bad hearing. I keep my stuff pretty loud and I have a nice sound system. You do. I remember I've, I'm hypersensitive about how much noise I'm making. So I guess, Kenisha, you're right. I'm quiet as a church mouse. I'm aware when I'm making a lot of noise and I feel bad about it. I remember when you first moved into your first apartment in New York, you were coming from a big single family home in Richmond. Just you. You could go hog wild. Nobody would know. Anyway, I was in your apartment with you and we were watching the movie Wolverine. Uh, <laughs> and you had a, you had a subwoofer oh, on the Logan. F- it wasn't Wolverine. Oh, it was yeah, Logan. Logan. Okay. Okay. It's like the, the thinking man's Wolverine. All right. So then you had a subwoofer on the floor. And I just remember that thing was going bonkers. And I was like, <laughs> the people downstairs have to hear this. I was like, this can't. I was like, I'm, I was waiting for somebody to bang on the door. And it never happened. But yeah, you do keep a loud home. Maybe he rents the unit under his too. Every where he goes, <laughs> it's like yeah. Hey, that's just it's part of his math. It makes sense. It makes more financial sense to just rent the unit beneath, and so you can keep the subwoofer going, then pay the fines to three one one. You know, I think I if I'm baby bear and your daddy bear Shane is mama bear, I think he keeps a perfectly uh, even sound in his ha- apartment. That's what I think. Shane, you got how, how loud is your situation? You share a building with a lot of people that you actually talk to and know. Any yeah. complaints? No. Keep it pretty quiet, considerate. I also go to bed like pretty early. I don't stay up late. So that's true. You have a normal you have a normal life. I have the worst sleeping schedule out of all of us for sure. I just can't go to bed unless it's like at least two thirty or three. Not good. Not good for me mentally or physically. <sighs> all right. How about, how about do we uh, yeah, read this book? <laughs> I don't know, but it's close to my bedtime. So we got Yeah, gotta... that's right. We gotta chop chop. We got our, we got our, you know, nine minutes and 15 seconds. That'll do just fine. Let's get into, <laughs> let's, so, let's get into the book. All right. So, uh, so detailed. Yep. To the rude guy in apartment five. Ganesh, do you have a synopsis for us that we can maybe read it at a normal volume for us? And it's worth noting now at the front end of this, that this book is a little bit different than other books that we read. It appears that this book is actually a series of letters. <laughs> like 
Okay, from the war? <laughs> from one apartment it's, to another apartment. Back my, and dear, forth. My, my dearest rude guy it's like, in apartment uh, five. It's <laughs> like that one time someone left you a note in your building asking you to stop smoking weed or they whatever. Like, oh, this is a, I know you don't want to extend this intro, but that is such a great, it wasn't even a note. It was a beautifully hand-drawn weed leaf on yellow construction paper with like a glossy red circle with the strength. Like it was an art project. They put a lot of time into that. I really value, I really valued it. So if if they sent you that and then you replied with a letter of your own and then that just continued for a whole book's worth of letters. So that's I what think this that's is. what this book is. Yeah. All right. OK. I mean, right. And the synopsis I, is if you want to experiment this late in the game. Sure. Let's try this to the rude guy in apartment five. I'm glad you're happy to have moved into a new apartment. But no, I do not want to have a beer with you. I do not want to have a sleepover. I do not want to make you breakfast, lunch, or dinner, no matter how many lap dances you promise to give me. I do not need you to serenade me through the walls at 1 a.m. And no, I have no interest in letting you take me on a date. Sincerely, Magnolio Allen. This isn't even like a bad neighbor. This is like a harass harassment situation. Sounds I, like. I see why you picked it, because of uh, the lap dance. <laughs> He's a sucker for him. I don't think we've had a lap dance scene on this podcast. You think I'm fixing to hear a lap dance scene read through a letter in a book? You're not going to yeah. be hearing it. You're going to be reading it, buddy. Yeah. So let's. You're going to be demonstrating it for us. Let's chop, chop. I got to get to bed soon. Come on. All right. Shane's sleepy. <laughs> he's, had his, he's already had a sleepy time tea and he is fading fast. Let's jump to the first page of To the Rude Guy in Apartment 5 by J.S. Cooper. Let's get into it. Ganesh, you got first page of uh, To the Rude Guy in Apartment 5. Here we go. Uh, you're up, Slugger. Take a rip. Chapter 1. <laughs> Sorry, Shane. I see the look on your face. Did not uh, yeah. Sorry, I'm cringing. Uh, <laughs> couldn't, couldn't help. <laughs> wow, what a harsh reaction to audibly say I'm cringing. Well, for our viewer, or our listener. <laughs> <laughs> can't hear it in his voice. He's cringing, folks. All right. Sorry, Ganesh. Dear world, it has been 450 days since I've had sex. Not that I'm counting or anything, but let's be real. 450 days is a lot of days. That's over a year. I'm dying here. I mean, I know I could just have sex, but I want to be wined and dined as well. I want to believe that the man actually has feelings for me. Not like the time I slept with that guy from the gym. He finished, high-fived me, and then left to meet another girl for dinner. Damn. Slick. My name is Magnolia, so we both know that while I'm smiling on the outside, Magnolia. Magnolia. <laughs> it's Magnolio. As I watched him leave, I was crying on the inside. In other news, I have an interview tomorrow for a job that would allow me to write for a living instead of selling makeup at the mall. Fingers crossed that goes well. I'm in need of serious inflow of cash. My rent just went up 200 bucks a month and my savings are nearly zero. Oh, these landlords are vultures, huh? So Magnolio needs that cash and needs that ass. That's... Yeah, that's right. Ain't, ain't nothing wrong with that. No cash, no job, and no sex doesn't make for a happy Magnolia Allen. <laughs> Not at all. Until next time, y'all. XOXO Magnolia. What is Max? So Magnolia wrote this to the neighbor? Is this I on the neighbor's she, door? She wrote that to the reader. Okay, all right. To the reader. <laughs> All right, okay, I get it. It's like a diary. Yeah. Magnolio's diary. <laughs> Under lock and key. This appears to be a letter from the apartment. To all the residents of Bush Towers, we would like to welcome our newest resident, Bush Jagger Towers. Scott, to yeah, apartment like, five. Uh, is built by the beer company. <laughs> that kind of bush. All right. Wow. I don't think the Bush family's buying condos they're not the Kushners. the bush family doesn't have much luck with towers so i think yeah good to steer clear he is relocating from new york city and will be moving in this weekend so if you could ensure that all hallways are kept clear and try not to use the elevator too much it would be appreciated thank you bush towers management all right we're working with the bush towers here what are we thinking about uh so it's an elevator building that's big time 
This is a big building. Right. This but it's just, not in New York City because this guy is moving from New York City to whatever what? fucking town this is. Believe uh, it or not. I, Cincinnati. The old Cincinnati Tower. I, you know, I've heard rumors that there are uh, big buildings with elevators in other cities outside of New York. So I think that this, uh, it checks out. Like where? Cincinnati. You heard it. Skyline Chili. You ever had it? Looks like diarrhea. P.S. Please be informed that rent is due on the first of each month. That's the pride of the Ohio River Valley, buddy. If there's anything to be proud of there, it sure is the jewel. The crown jewel, Cincinnati. This letter's from Jagger. Hey, apartment four. Sorry, your plant got knocked over. My moving guys hit it by accident. You're a new neighbor at number five, Jagger. Dude, again, PTSD from my This neighbors. is an example of the tenant blaming the movers, Austin, which I'm, I'm glad you did not do. I would never throw my movers under the bus like that. No, they're your guys. Those they're are my guys. guys. Those they are touched my dudes. all your stuff. They touched all my stuff and they did it with pride. You're like uh, brothers. Yeah. Brothers. Yeah. Yeah, they are. We're stuff brothers. Uh, you know, I this is giving me a flashback because I a new neighbor moving in who's bad is even worse than moving into a place that already had the bad neighbor. That's what happened at my place. So our our first floor neighbor was very upset about the missing shoes but frankly after that it was kind of smooth sailing with them the second neighbor upstairs the bad neighbor moved in like five months into us living there and i remember hearing them stomp up the stairs the first time and being like oh no oh no that's not good and then it was all downhill from there nothing worse than a bad person moving in after you've already settled yeah especially if they wear nothing but clogs in their apartment the girl upstairs was wearing literally platform boots all the time i was like kid it seriously when i heard it i was like that sounds like platform boots or something even for breakfast even for, bre- for breakfast boots one time i saw her come down in these boots and she was like the boots were so big she was having trouble walking it's like it was too heavy for her feet maybe she well she probably had to practice in her safe space that's true yeah it takes it does take a lot of work to feel comfortable on those platforms so good for her to my new neighbor at number five, you knocked over my plant and left it knocked over. There is soil everywhere. Also, was it you or one of your guys that spilled your coffee on my doormat? Your neighbor at number four. Hey, listen, I'm all, I'm, you know, I'm sympathetic, but it's a doormat, dude. You got to expect some wear and tear. I, hey, l- just do the math here, Jagoff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the movers, movers aren't holding coffee while they're moving. Yeah, that it sounds like somebody movers. else. Sounds like somebody else built that coffee. Okay, we get the mover's name out of your mouth. Jagoff and Magnolio. This building, <laughs> huh? Yeah. Cincinnati. Really a crazy place. Hey, number four. Wasn't there a book with that name? I'm number four or something like that. Was that you? I don't know who spilled the coffee. I don't drink caffeine. Maybe a different neighbor that dislikes you? I wasn't sure what to do with the plant. Sorry about the soil. It looked a bit dry, so maybe you should worry about watering it. Oh, uh, damn, we need this book is going to call for a lot of like Maury level crowd. <laughs> Ooh, like big reactions. OK, dig those out of the sound effects. All chest. right. I'll, I'll get my Foley team on it. I'd like to make it up to you, though. Maybe we can go for a beer sometime. You should have held up your your hands as your Foley team and wiggled your fingers when you said your Foley team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'll get my team on it. Next time I say Foley team, I'll do, I'll make sure to do that. You just said it again and didn't do it. God damn it. Hold on. So this last letter, I got to say, I know we're setting up Jagger to be the jag off here, but it sounds like a pretty, re- hey, I'm sorry, I knocked your plan over. Let me get you a beer, a little Mia Culpa olive branch. Yeah, but the first letter was so indignant that like if you're coming in that hot at the beginning. You got to be super apologetic after that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fine. Fair. Well, I'm just saying that as someone that's wanted a sorry for the bad smell letter from my neighbors for their fucking shoes. You're never getting that letter, dude. They don't care. They don't even know it smells. Well, no, they must. That's why it's in the hall and not in their apartment. Oh, that's a good point. Damn. Sounds like good fodder for a letter that you could give them. I'd never. I'd never. I did leave a note on the neighbor's door. My, my my loud clomping neighbors i'm more of a knock on the door and say something kind of person i'm not gonna leave a note i did that too and i did that too and they didn't answer <laughs> so then i had to and i knew they were there because i could well, hear I mean, fucking you're, a scary, you're a scary looking guy so i get they it can't see me big problem with that apartment no peepholes that seems bad no peepholes there's a lot of things wrong with that place did you have a peephole that was up there no i didn't have a peephole whenever somebody oh, you didn't drill somebody, one you yeah, make your own hole in the fucking door 
<laughs> I'll get my security deposit back. No, I didn't do that. P.S. Do you have a name? To my new neighbor, number five. I don't drink beer. Also, the plant you knocked over was a succulent. It doesn't need water. You sure you don't drink coffee? There was an empty white cup outside my door this morning and it had the words blue bottle coffee stamped on it. Please stop leaving your trash outside my door or I will make an official complaint to management. Magnolia is a little bit of a diva. Uh, I think I know we're supposed to side with her. I think maybe the twist here is that Magnolio is the villain. I'm sorry. Y'all keep saying Magnolio. Yeah. Okay. All right. I like eventually you could if you wanted. Yeah. Why don't you take the hint? This is a group right. thing, bud. All I'll right. bully you into saying it. I'll say whatever you want me to say. Fine. Actually, no, oh, it's funnier yeah? when you say it. It's funnier when you don't say it and we do. All right. Just do what comes natural. Let's stop there. <laughs> what? All right. You get it. There's a there's a controversial, you know, like an adversarial kind of relationship going on. Yeah. I'm curious to see how this could maintain. How can this keep up steam as for 200 pages? <laughs> 200 <laughs> pages of angry letters. That's a lot of it's a lot of letters. Damn. To be fair, I didn't read past the first page. So maybe the letters end. I don't know. They're oh. going to fall in love. I'm calling it. Yep. The Magnolio Jagoff wedding in the Times, the Cincinnati Times. Big headlines. A1 above the fold. No other news that week in the Hudson or the Ohio Valley. Whatever. All right. Enough talking myself into a hole. Let's get out of here. We'll be right back with more uh, to the rude guy in apartment five. Right, we're back. Next section of to the rude guy in apartment five. Are the letters still coming, Ganesh? There do appear to be some letters, but now it's kind of interspersed with uh words. I don't know what <laughs> prose, <laughs> like prose Na- narrative. <laughs> yeah, okay. all, all, just, that's the, all that. these are letter words, and now there's just uh book words. It's late, okay? <laughs> it's only 10 30. But I got another seven hours in the tank here. You get hungry staying up that late? You got a snack? <laughs> hungry yeah i get hungry i usually stop eating around 1 a.m <laughs> after that it's bedtime what's your late night snack oh we eat, we've got a lot of popcorn um i'm trying to eat healthier lately so i'm trying to cut down on bad snacks uh-huh. so i have like i need a lot of uh oranges cuties you ever have a cutie i do like a little cutie I'm on a two cutie a day diet right now. Me too. Two cuties before bed. Call me in the morning. That's what I say before I eat them to myself alone in the mirror. Anyway, yeah, I get hungry. I get a little, uh, but then I don't, I have this thing. I have a really weird life schedule. I don't eat until like dinner time usually. I think they call that intermittent fasting. It's actually good for you. Yeah, but I don't do it on purpose. I eat, once it hits like 6 p.m., I eat until I go to bed. <laughs> and then I wake I up. I don't know what that is. And then I wake up and I don't eat till 6 p.m. So you eat yourself to sleep every night. Yeah. Well, they, sometimes they call it, that the, the Hannah method. No, in fact, I would actually argue that it's uh, I sleep in spite of my eating. Sometimes I go to bed. Things are rumbling down there. It's not good. I need to cut it out earlier. It needs to be a hard midnight cutoff for me. But then I'll get hungry in the morning. I don't know. It's a tough balance keeping this body in tip top shape. <laughs> to my cute neighbor at number four. Lunch was fun. Your friend is cute. I enjoyed the dim thumb, but would have enjoyed you more. They got lunch? Your hunky neighbor and number five, Jagger. They got lunch? Oh, uh, yeah. Cincinnati's famous dim sum. Small plates mm. of uh, at chili. <laughs> a little ramekins of chili. It's just a beast to be a series of notes from Jagger. To my cute neighbor and number four. Though, are we ever going to talk about her past or is that to remain hidden like a dead body in a lifetime movie your hunky neighbor number five jagger imagine like the apartment six and seven walking by and seeing these and being like get a fucking life jagger <laughs> hanging these on the damn door do my cute neighbor number four did you get a boob job or are those natural i can Jeez. do a field test and let you know what i think if you're up to it your hunky neighbor number five jagger so they're like they see each other but they don't like say anything they save it save it for the letters they silently eat cincinnati dim sum together and then come back and write furiously write letters oh yeah because they can't get off the toilet to my cute neighbor (laughs) number four oh i'm up for it your hunky neighbor number five jagger to my cute neighbor in number four i'm very up for it if you know what i mean 
Yeah, this this could be th- these could be texts. This is a yeah. letters material. Is this is this like a is this set in a certain time period before phones? Yeah, nineteen ninety one. Ooh, historical fiction. To my cute neighbor at number four, I hope your first day's going better. If you need a new job, let me know. I know someone that's hiring, and you can work from home and in bed. Now, let me, hold on. My may, bed. Jesus Christ, I may have missed something here. Has she responded at all? This is all from Jagger. Correct. Okay. All right, we got to, this is a stalker situation. We got to alert the Cincinnati PD. To my cute neighbor at number four, I had a dream last night. It involved you bouncing up and down. I'm sure you can guess what you were bouncing on. This is wildly inappropriate. Your hunky neighbor number five, Jagger. P.S. No, it wasn't in Bouncy Castle. Uh, to my cute neighbor number four, can I get your phone number? That way we can save the environment. Mm. I can text you instead of using paper. Here we go. Here we go. This guy needs to go to jail so far from what I'm hearing. <laughs> yeah. This is jail level material. This would, these would hold up in court. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is prime uh, restraining order material. Yada, yada, yada. There's a couple more. Instead of writing him back a, a series of rude comments, I decided to call my best friend Anna. She would know what to do and how I should handle everything. Anna, can you get me a Smith & Wesson? I just want to scare him, all right? I grabbed my phone in one hand and was about to start texting her when the microwave beeped, indicating that my meal was done. Sad. Sad light. <laughs> Jesus. Sad Christ. sentence. That goes to sentence, Jill, but not for being a bad. It's just, that's just sad. That's That goes to sentence, I don't know, bed. Sentence bed. Sentence bed. Yeah, put it to bed. Yeah. That makes me sad. I frown. <laughs> I frown. I frown. <laughs> no, that, like, that's, that sucks. She lives that's in this me, place. That's, that's me at 1.30 when my popcorn's ready. A blob of red sauce and spaghetti stared up at me. There was barely uh, any chicken to be seen. Oh, just microwave and chicken? This is what you got when you didn't cook for yourself. No one ever said that microwave meals were gourmet. You think we got any... Excuse me? You think we got, a, you think we got any uh, listeners down there in Cincinnati? I do apologize. We do. We do? You think we you've do. ran the numbers? I've seen the numbers, dude. <laughs> the numbers are spiking in Cincinnati. It's going to be a steep drop-off after this episode. But the numbers in Cleveland are going to go up, up, up. For every one bad thing you say, you got to say a nice thing. Um, I Let me think about it. <laughs> Joey Votto. Joey Votto. Yeah, the Reds are a professional team. I said the joy of the Ohio River, the gem of the Ohio River Valley. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. I've, I've heard. Certainly never been there, but. Well, that's my favorite. It's my favorite place. So I read about go. it. Read about it in books. I'd, I'd go. go. I sat back down at the table and was about to eat when I heard a loud bump against the wall. I froze, wondering if it was intentional or not. I heard another thud and some taps and realized that Jagger was probably tapping some sort of code. Jagger's fucking the wall again. <laughs> this could be you, babe. To the rude guy in apartment five. Eight millimeters is pretty small. I'm so sorry that you have a micro penis, but maybe a plastic doll somewhere would be interested. Hopefully the last doll didn't spread the word or you might be out of luck. No thanks to dinner. No thanks to discussing the past. Not interested in your dreams. But last night I dreamt I was on a date with Brad Pitt. Let's just say he's the only one I can see myself bouncing on anytime soon. Wow. Number four. P.S. Wow. Stop banging on my wall. Uh, Nothing kills a guy quicker than the Brad Pitt drop. That's right. That's the ultimate destroyer. You'll never be Brad Pitt. Imagine who does, what is, what do people say to Brad Pitt? So if somebody rejects Brad Pitt, who are they like? Nah, he's like, that's the guy. That's the guy that is the hottest guy. Right. I'm just, uh, I don't even know where I was going with that. I guess it's an insult. I mean, I get it. It's like, it's like, but it's like the go-to for like, I wouldn't even get with you if you were a brat. That's like the guy you pick out of the ether when you want to come up with like the most desirable guy, even though I hear he stinks. Yeah, he stinks. The guy stinks like shit, but you can stink like that when you look that good. Yeah, I stink like that without looking that good. And mm-hmm. Some would say you have a very, br- you, you have a Brad Pitt-esque aroma, some say. He's a mean old daddy. If somebody, if Brad Pitt approached somebody and they're like, man, this guy stinks. Who do I hit him with? I wouldn't get with you if you were Eugene Levy. He's handsome. Hey, he's got strong brows. Successful. Yeah, good family. Family man. I smiled at my note, pleased at my Fun, response. It's funny. funny. He's hey, funny. From, from a guy with big brows, he's an inspiration. You could do worse than Eugene Levy. He probably smells good, too. Just saying, He looks like oh, he's clean. Yeah. Oh, so clean. Showers regularly. Clean cut. 
I'd bring a Eugene Levy home to mom. Favorite Eugene Levy film? You got one? Um, New York Minute. He's in that? <laughs> Starring Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. What's in, that movie? Was, no, he was in, in, you're confusing that with Taxi. He was like in like the Taxi Driver or something. With like yeah, pretty sure Martin in New York Lawrence and him. What is that? What a wild, I think that's a fictional movie you just concocted. The Taxi Driver starring Martin Lawrence and Eugene Levy. Wasn't he in? It's about Eugene Levy slowly like getting upset with like the world around him as the taxi driver. And he takes a young Martin Lawrence under his wing uh, because he's he's, like homeless and like a sex worker. And then he like. My God, what? This is serious for you. And then he ends up, uh, Eugene Levy ends up like um, massacring like a pimp house. (laughs) And then he yells in the mirror. He's like, uh, you talking to me? You talking to me? Now that you mention it, I could never forget the brows in that scene. That's a classic Levy. That's my favorite Sheesh, Eugene Levy movie. Cut all that out. That's that's rough. <laughs> <laughs> it's my bedtime. Shane's <laughs> <laughs> dreaming. He's having a nightmare right now. I smiled at my note, pleased at my response. Take that, Jagger, I muttered as I reread it. I was very clear. He would see that I had no interest in him whatsoever. I didn't care that my heart erased at his comment about my boobs. I was just thinking of him. <laughs> my t- boobs. T- t- just thinking of him <laughs> touching them made my body tingle. Yeah, Jagger, come touch my little danglers. How many nights had I imagined him touching me? They're going to get it on, huh? Oh, I didn't even want to think about those memories. I didn't want to think about a time when him asking me to give him a lap dance would have made my panties wet. The Dude, sad imagine, thing. My God, what a nightmare. I, I, imagine being attracted to this awful fucking oaf next door who leaves you these explicit uh, borderline illegal notes on your door. Have some self-respect. I guess, you know, she's cooking spaghetti in a microwave, so maybe she's hit rock bottom. Is he like a Magic Mike type guy? Like a big... Uh, he's a he's a Tatum. Or a Levy. <laughs> he's big a, meat. He's in Magic Mike 4 <laughs> or 5? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. He must be a man. He must be like, yeah. He's a big hunky piece of meat, this guy, I bet. Jagger. With a name like Jagger, you better be. That's why I had to ensure that he knew I wanted nothing to do with him now. I stood up, walked to my front door, and held it open. I tiptoed outside my door and into the corridor and practically ran into Jagger's door. I thought I was safe and was about to place the note on his door when it suddenly swung open. Why, looky here. I have a visitor. He's fully nude. Fully nude, playing hot cross buns on a recorder. <laughs> oh, you got me playing my recorder. You know Sorry this one, that. I was just practicing. It's an oldie. No, you don't. <laughs> my hand was still up in the air and I tried not to gawk. He was standing there wearing nothing but a pair of black basketball shorts. Oh, wow. Ooh. And little tiny ones, 80s style. Oh, his dark no, hair was wet. Real big ones, 2002 <laughs> <90s> style. <laughs> these, are, these are Iversons, down to the shins. And he had water running down his chest through his neatly trimmed chest hair. No, you just oh, spilled up on himself. Boy. <laughs> Sorry, I just puked. Why are you at my door then? Well, I came to give you this, I said feebly, handing him the note in my hand. He took it and read it. I wasn't sure why I continued to stand there. Maybe I was a glutton for punishment, or maybe it was because I secretly enjoyed our back and forth, though. She's got some microwave spaghetti sauce smeared all over her face. I brought you this. So you want to bag Brad Pitt? Are you trying to tell me that you wish I was blonde? I can dye my hair if you want. I don't think you'd look good with blonde hair. I think I would look good with any color hair. And by the way, (laughs) I'm not talking millimeters. I'm talking inches wow his penis is inches long let's stop there <laughs> congratulations to them uh, yeah what a what a thing it's like yeah most likely yes that's the case i'm talking a couple inches baby <laughs> big inches um all right well let's stop there i suppose the nope. rude guy in apartment five what you got more excuse me you're going back on a let's stop there this is unprecedented excuse me i pretended to be ignorant about what he was talking about my dick it's eight inches. Oh, it's not millimeters. It's not oh centimeters. God. It's Why, eight inches. That's bigger than half a tuna sub from Subway sandwiches. That's nice. Not eight <laughs> feet though. 
Well, I'm not sure what an eight foot dick would look like, he said as he stared at my lips. Look like an eight foot sub from Subway Sandwiches. Again, <laughs> imagine just being a neighbor walking by this open door <laughs> and like seeing this shit and you're just like, God damn it. Apartment six is walking by with like her kids. Like, come on. <laughs> Take it inside. <laughs> yeah. He's like, we are inside. Where's a family supposed to live in Cincinnati without running into this kind of smut? Suburbs. I can't live if I can't live in Bush Towers, then where can I go? <laughs> All right, let's stop there. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Let's jump ahead now to the next section of To the Rude Guy in Apartment Five by J.S. Cooper. You know what? I, I do recall you had a moth problem. I haven't seen him lately. They've been Fixed. going down the been down, going down the hatch. Is that what you're I coughing killed up over them there? All. What'd you do? I killed them all. Did you wow. int- introduce a predator to the environment? <laughs> yeah, by the name of Ganesh Sarma. <laughs> yeah, I ran around with a big newspaper and ran out of swat. <laughs> he whooped them. I whooped them good, dude. You and your Foley crew just whooped those moths. Ganesh running around like a Hanna-Barbera cartoon with his arms going in circles. Okay, enough of the bullshit. Were they eating your wardrobe? Chewing little holes yeah were they chewing holes i don't know man i i wear like three things so i don't i don't know and they had holes already can't <laughs> yeah, tell what's true. jamal's and what's me it's true dude. most of my closest holes in them <laughs> most of my close assholes in them jesus christ that's like a line from like annie <laughs> <laughs> it's like grammatically all over the place kitty's <laughs> just summoned like a depression era hobo I don't know. Most of my clothes has holes in them. <laughs> bam, 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 bam. You're a character in a musical. All right. Let's just get into it. From the top to the rude guy in apartment five. <laughs> Ganesh, take it away. I placed the note on Jagger's door at midnight and I crept back to my apartment. I closed the door quickly. Thankful he hadn't heard me and opened his door before I'd made it back. It had taken me over three hours to write the note and I wasn't sure if I'd written even a hundred words. I walked to the kitchen and decided to make some hot chocolate to go along with the brownies I'd made earlier. Jesus. Mm, nothing like a night of spaghetti and hot chocolate and brownies. <laughs> Sorry, too much, too much chocolate. That microwave's working overtime. I always craved chocolate when I was emotional or feeling unsure about something. I opened the fridge to grab the milk and then I froze. A weird noise was emanating from somewhere in the apartment. I walked into the living room and grabbed the remote to mute the TV. Uh oh, that's the Jaggers tunneling under the floor. I'm coming for you, Magnolio. <laughs> Trying to figure out where the noise is coming from. Then I realized that it was coming from a, the. She's a drill bit just coming through the wall. <laughs> and like a little eye. Jeez. Hey. <laughs> Found ya. Looking good. Then I realized it was coming from the other side of the wall. Jagger was playing music for me. I rolled my eyes, but I walked over to the wall to see if I could tell what he was playing. Uh, I couldn't quite make out the words, so I hurried to the cupboard. And grabbed a glass, pressed it against the wall, and then pressed my ear against the glass like I'd seen in an old detective movie. At first, I still couldn't make it out, but then I realized he wasn't playing a song through the speakers. He was singing it himself. He wow. was strumming the guitar and singing. And wow, I, he's got he's got studio quality level production over there. Damn, maybe he's a podcaster. A, hey, now with a name like Jagger, most likely. Hmm. A true crime podcast, How I Seduced and Killed My Neighbor. I giggled (laughs) as I heard him cursing as he played the wrong notes, but then he started singing again. I finally recognized the song as Someone You Love by Louis Capaldi. Oh, so this is recent. I know that one. Now, well, in Cincinnati, it's a big hit. Mm -hmm. A lot of Capaldi heads in Cincinnati and the surrounding metropolitan area. Yeah, he's the son of Cincinnati. Jagger had a nice timber to his voice, and I smiled as he sang. Oh, it was quite nice listening to him, but then he changed the song, and I heard him singing about big butts. <laughs> Damn. Luis Capaldi's got a big butt song, too. I hope you like my serenade, Magnolio, he said through the wall, <laughs> and I froze. Yeah. 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 Magnolio. And the sound of all the kids across the world cheering. Yeah. I know you're listening. How did he know? Was there a camera in my apartment? Was he spying on me? I know you, Magnolio. Don't look so shocked. Then he chuckled and started singing again. I wanted to walk away from the wall, but I couldn't stop listening as he started to sing Good as Hell by Lizzo. Wow, he's got a whole, performing a whole show over there for her. Oh, he was still my funny Jagger. He could still make me laugh. If you want to see me dancing to the thong, feel free and come over. 
he said when he stopped singing. Man, these walls must be paper thin. Yeah, I would hate to live in this apartment. I'd have moved out by now. I got your note, Dr. Watson. And while I have no idea what you're talking about yet, I'm just, I'm going to figure it out. He tapped the wall, a series of short taps and longer ones. I frowned, trying to figure out what he was doing. Is it Morse code? What's going on over there? Once more for the lady in the back, he yelled. I listened carefully as he tapped it again. It sounded like, did it, did it, did that, that. How do you are you just winging it? Oh man, that's the song that the uh like Warner Brothers frog would come out and tap to. <laughs> hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime girl. Because that's the noise she heard. I made up my mind to look online and try to figure out this Morse code thing. I was about to take the glass away when Jagger spoke once more. Feel free to think of me tonight as you pleasure yourself. That's what he was writing in Morse code? No, he just yelled it. Oh, okay. All the other neighbors are like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> Pig. I'm putting my kids to bed over here. Shut the fuck up. Pig. I muttered as I walked back to the kitchen. It always came back to sex with him. Though I had to admit it did warm my blood to know that he would be thinking about me. Hmm. Time for another bowl of spaghetti. Getting worked up. Let's stop there. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. Well, we'll stop there. How much is left? How is this? What's the next one? The end or there's two more? There, uh, we got, this was 50%. Oh, jeez. Okay. This was halfway through. In layman's terms, we call that halfway through the book. All right. We'll be back with another little uh, section of To the Rude Guy in Apartment 5. Okay. All right. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back. This is no. oh no. Okay, hold on. No, we're not. Hello, my baby. Hello. What was the gag of that cartoon? That's all I remember about it was that it was a frog that could dance and sing. Did he do anything else? No. I used to have a stuffed animal. That frog. He would like. I just remember him in front of a couple movies like The Little Giants, and like. Really, really. Yeah, he would just like pop up in the WB sometimes. Hmm. He's like a mascot. I guess so. Uh, well, yeah, him and the Animaniacs. I don't. Know, I think he's like before that. I think he's like. Classic. Yeah, he was. He's a classic. He's a classic for sure. Can you? How's it going over there? You find a page for us to read? Finding really nothing but sex seems here at the seventy-five percent mark. Oh, uh, they're fucking doing. Oh, I mean, that's important to know. All right, let's go. Fuck <laughs> it. Whatever. <laughs> go on. Go on. I got the hiccups. I, that's, I heard. That's, that's not good. That's not good for a podcast. Yeah, I'll see if I can tamp them this down. This could be the first time ever a podcast has hiccups. It's had hiccups. It's groundbreaking. The, I'll put you in the Guinness Book of World Records. Dude. We're breaking new ground every week. We have the first podcast that never started and just was the intro of the whole episode on patreon.com slash let's stop there so bad that someone canceled their subscription it's canceled and now we're gonna have the first episode where one of the hosts just has the hiccups halfway through we'll see how it goes all right we're back with more to the rude guy in apartment five ganesh what do we got something steamy has it progressed Shh. past the letters are you shushing me Shh. it's for oh, your hiccups sweet. oh thank you sweet that works mag- <laughs> scared me sweet magnolio he kissed out my body, his tongue trailing along my skin sweetly. He kissed my thigh, then he pushed Whoa. my legs apart. Whoa! Damn. I gripped his hair, and I spread my legs wide, moaning as he kissed me in my most private of areas. Oh, my uh, bald spot. His tongue slipped inside <laughs> me, and I cried out. Man, this, I know these walls are thin. The rest of the building must be like, God damn it. <laughs> come on. Come back to the letters. He seemed to enjoy the sound because he increased his pace. I could feel myself close. And then he lifted my hips up. His tongue slid Uh-oh. inside me deeper and my entire body <laughs> shook. No. Deeper. Deeper and deep. Wow. Uh, so he's got, he's got a little lizard tongue. Yeah. He, yeah. That's right. Yep. Come for me, Magnolio. <laughs> 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 Sorry. That. Should have been the title of the book. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. He grunted. That tone of voice is so sexual. (laughs) It's like a fucking magician. (laughs) Good t-shirt, wouldn't it? Dumb for me, Magnolio. He grunted as I shuddered in his arms. 
I love you. Whoa, hey. Breaking he said it word. so sweetly, but I had no chance to respond because he was reaching over and slipping his condom on. Uh-oh. Within seconds, he was on top of me, his arms on either side of my head. Jagger time. <laughs> I pulled... I, <laughs> I'm going to do a move we call the jag hammer. I pulled his ass down and felt him inside me. Oh, dear. Thrusting in and out as if he'd been waiting a long time for this moment. Well, Oh, fuck. That's explicit. (laughs) He kissed the side of my neck and I ran my hands down his back. (laughs) Jagger's such a romantic. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Uh, He, yada, yada, yada. Oh, Jagger, don't stop. Too hot to handle, huh? His body shuddered on top of me as he came. He collapsed next (laughs) to me and kissed my lips. Uh, Hey, hey, how was that? (laughs) (laughs) He asked, are you okay? Oh, yeah, I'm fine. You just got jagged. (laughs) (laughs) That was amazing. Uh, Also, I love you, too. I always have. Well, oh, you do. <laughs> Love you too. Always. Always, always have. have. Always will. Appreciate you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I loved you ever since the day your movers uh, knocked my plant over and dropped coffee all over my doorstep. Love you ever since you said my soil was dry when, in fact, it's supposed to be. You do? It's not just the post-sex glow. No, Jagger. I've always loved you. I want to show you the sky, show you the stars. (laughs) I want to show you the world. This fucking oaf's attempts at romantic talk are really funny. Do you know how happy that makes me, Magnolio? I want to show you the sky. Well, it's pretty easy, dude. (laughs) Just look up. Just right up there. Ah, I think it makes me happy. Oh, yeah, very happy. We have so much to talk about. So much to figure out. So much to catch up on. Damn, he's ready to move in and get this show on the road. I know. It's weird that we haven't seen each other in so many years, and yet we fit right back in together. So, so many years? What? Did it, like, fast <laughs> what forward? Did, what did we miss? <laughs> wow. That's the joy of this podcast is... What the fuck happened? <laughs> that should be the name of the podcast. It's like the universe wanted us to be together out of all the cities in the world, out of all the countries in the world. Say it. Say it, Cincinnati. We both chose. Come on. San Francisco. Oh, I knew it because they said blue bottle coffee. Bleep I that out it. and make it say Cincinnati. This book is in Cincinnati. I don't care what it says on the page. And out of all the apartments in the world, we both chose this one. Yeah, about that, Magnolio. It's like the world <laughs> was looking out for us. We were fated to be together. This is the most magical moment of my life. Oh, it is? Yeah, it is. Oh, I love you, Magnolio. Go to sleep now, sweetheart. We can talk more tomorrow. <laughs> night, night. I Go close my eyes. Now. Feeling a calm and peace I've never <laughs> felt before in my life. Close your eyes and go to sleep now, babe. And then you hear the beep of the PlayStation turn on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's stop there. All right. Well, hey, true love. Nothing beats true love. Let's get a round of applause for true love. Yeah. Okay. All right. Three cheers for true love. A hip hip hooray. Hear those uh those dubs. Wow, flapping their little wings. Oh, someone's shooting the dubs. Yay, come on. Not till after the show. Save that for later. All right, get him out of here. Get him out of here. That's lunch. That's lunch. And dinner. It's a big dove. All right, let's uh, let's. let's there's more. What could possibly come after that? I felt like the end. A baby. You bet. To, you bet to hit. <laughs> a note to my dumbass baby. <laughs> uh, all right, let's jump ahead. See where we're at. Let's, uh, I'm perplexed by the mention of years. This what time frame does this book take place in? Well, now they're like they're like in their late seventies. The next page is going to be like in the year four thousand. All right, let's jump ahead now to the last page of "To the Rude Guy in Apartment Five by J. S. Cooper. the rude guy in apartment five Ganesh, let's bring this puppy home 
Magnolia Allen, there are not enough words in the dictionary to describe how much I love you. If I lived for a million years and I told you I loved you every day, that still wouldn't be enough to let you know how much I love you. Oh, Jagger's come a long way from offering to squeeze her boobs. Her boobs. 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 I love you too. Magnolia, I more than love you. I adore you. You're my life. You're my reason for being. You're my everything. I don't want to spend the day without you. It's coming on a little strong. You're my sun and my sky and my walls and my letters and my neighbor. I don't want to take a breath that isn't for you, Magnolio. I love you with all my heart. I dropped to my knee then. Her mouth fell open. Then her eyes widened as her family members and friends started walking toward us. Magnolio Allen, I want to spend my life making you laugh. Wiping your tears. Wiping your butt. Sleeping with you. You wiping my butt. Dancing with you. Cooking for you. And having adorable babies with you. Will you marry me? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. Oh. Will you be my my wife? I held the ring up to her and my heart almost burst out of my body. No, you knocked my succulent over. I got soil all over my uh, doormat. Yeah, I'm waiting for Brad Pitt. She nodded yes, tears streaming down her face. Oh, what was that? Yes, my darling Jagger, I will marry you. I stood up and pulled her into my arms and kissed her as I swung her around. I could hear everyone clapping, and all I could think was how lucky I was to be marrying the love of my life and best friend. The end. Oh, okay. Wow, things really ramped up there. Nice and easy. No conflict at all. What are you talking about? The whole first section was nothing but conflict. Well, usually there's a little bit at the end. <laughs> this was just rising straight to the top with no... Yep. Up, no up, bumps in the away. That's my kind of book. No problems at all. Hey, that's life. No problems. Life's a beach, you know? I do know that. It's been my experience so far. It's a Cincinnati motto. Mm-hmm. Life's a beach. Eat the hey, chili. You got good chili. You got uh, a nice life with good friends and a beautiful wife. And the rent is half of what it is here. I think we I think we relocate to Cincinnati. Rent is half and the surf is ripping, fellas. <laughs> That's right. Catch some waves on the great Ohio River. Uh, okay. Well, that was the book. That was fine. Just fine. You loved it. I had a good time. You know, it was a good, easy going time with my pals. All right. I think... Uh, I had, I had, I think this is another good episode in the books. You in love, the bank. you love love. I do love love, especially love between a sad woman eating microwave spaghetti and a large muscular pervert next door with an acoustic guitar. Uh, yeah, it's beautiful, beautiful American story. That's America right there in a book. I'll tell you what. Magnolio and Jagger. Yep. That's right. To honestly, the white people are naming their kids some crazy shit these days. It could mm-hmm. be Magnolio and Jagger. First lady and husband, president in the White House someday. You never know. Or first husband, President Magnolio. Listen, before we end this episode, <laughs> we have some housekeeping to, to, to do, right? It's been a while since we played some voicemails on the show. We've got some in the bank, and I believe we have two today, one of which asks us a question. Um, Ganesh, you want to cue that up? Hey, you guys. I had an important question. I'm listening to an old episode. I think it's called Little League Heroes or something like that. Um, and you guys are talking about uh, that actor from The Big Green and The Sandlot. And I don't know his name either, but it's not Danny Timorelli, and I know you guys know that. Anyway, I was wondering if you guys made any headway on actually inviting any celebrities or old child actors to come on the podcast, because that would be pretty cool. Uh, anyway, I don't know. I just wanted to remind you guys that you guys did speak on this. Have you guys looked into it? And if you haven't, you should. All right. See y'all. Wow. All right. Keeping us honest. I like yeah. having my own words used against me like that. But, yeah, you know, first off, let's just say this. I just Googled it during the voicemail. The redheaded redhead boy. Ki- red, the redhead kid from the big green in the sandlot is named Patrick Renna, 43 years old. Have not reached out to him. There's very little on his Wikipedia, but one of the things is he's an avid Scientologist. So ah. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Wow. Who used to say what happened to him, but he won't be on the show anytime soon. But to get to the meat of the question here, have we reached out to any celebrities, child stars? No child stars. But a but grown man star. A, a grown man star. 
we reached out and again, I, I say this, maybe we shouldn't even say this because it will never happen because his representation has not responded to us. <laughs> we reached out to Fabio to see if he wanted to be on the show because we had an idea and you know, I don't like whatever. This is not a secret. We do some experimental episodes here or there on our Patreon. One of which we did, uh, you know, we did a night at the cheesecake factory. We did a night at, uh, uh, the mall. That was good. We were thinking we got a suggestion in our discord, which you can be a part of. If you go to patreon.com slash let's stop there, got a suggestion to maybe do a theme park. And that got me thinking, remember when Fabio got hit in the face with a bird on a roller coaster? Let's get him on the show. He can do the Bush Gardens episode with us. We fell down a whole rabbit hole of Fabio's life, which is he's represented by seemingly potentially unhinged person. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't say that because we're still trying to nab him. We bleep that out. A really nice lady is Fabio's contact, and she's yet to reply to us, but we got some irons in the fire, and hopefully one day we can get the big man on I the mean, show. I mean, our people are talking to his people, so it's... Our it's, people? <laughs> if by me sending a email that was not replied to counts, our people are talking to his people officially. It counts. Trust me. It counts. I'm, I didn't get a bounce back. I didn't get a bounce back from Mailer Damon, <laughs> so <laughs> it's definitely out there in the ether. So we'll see. We'll see if we hear back from Fabio. So far, that's the only celebrity. I you know I do think I would love to get some minor. I feel like that's where we're. That's we got to strike. We got to get some minor celebs who are just desperate for airtime <laughs> on our show. Use their network to spread oh, yeah. our nasty little seed around the internet. Who's your big get? Oh, so if it's not Fabio, who's my big get? I mean Eugene Levy. He's too big. He's too big. He's a recent Emmy Award winner. We got to get somebody who's perhaps down in the dumps and on their last thread. Oh, Joe Jason Biden. Biggs. Jason, you say Joe and, Biden? And Joe I don't, Biden. Get him both I don't mean, on here. I don't mean last mental thread. I mean somebody whose like career is in the dumper. Joe Biden. Jason Biggs. Jason. Okay, yeah, you know what? Joe, Joe Biden might be unemployed in a couple months. Where's Sean William Scott been? That's. A, I mean, I don't. I don't think he do, but that's a good one. That's a perfect. He's. It's time. I've been saying, Sean William Scott Renaissance is overdue. He was good. What's wrong? He's a. He. I always like seeing him on screen. How could he just disappear like that? Maybe he raised a family. We don't know. These are good questions for him. These are great questions. Sean, did you raise a family? <laughs> if so, what are their names? Uh, I'm pretty sure, according to Podcasting for Dummies, those are the questions we're not supposed to ask. Podcasting for Dummies can suck my dingling. Where does, how, what does Podcasting for Dummies say about that, dude? Am I allowed to say something like that on my podcast? Because I did. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry for saying dingling, okay? Uh... <laughs> Anyway, long story short, Fabio's not coming on the podcast. Sean William Scott, probably also a hard no, but we'll not see. Not after this. You got to cut out the mean thing I said about the lady that has uh, got her uh, tentacles all over his life. You're making it harder for me to do that every time you bring it up. <laughs> all right. Well, maybe Fabio might think dangling is like a, a word of honor. I don't, if I don't know what dangling might mean in Fabio's native tongue, he, he could... <laughs> Could be something, yeah, something that might be attractive for him to come on and talk about. Fabio, if you want to talk dinglings, you know where to reach out. You got our email. You got our contact info. My people have talked to your people. Just give us, send us a line. We'll, we'll be here. All right, I've done enough. I've done, I've done, I've done enough damage here at the end of the podcast. We got another uh, voicemail. We're going to play that one over the credits just because it's good old-fashioned fun. It doesn't require a response. In fact, our official response is no comment. Um... <laughs> <laughs> we'll catch you next time. Thanks to uh, Morris Reese for our music. Thanks to Chris Linquist for our art. You can find us at letstopthere.com. Hit us up on social media. Uh, if you got any book requests, if you got anything you want to tell us, uh, hey, give us a phone call, 567-309-0357. Leave us a voicemail. If you got a question, we'll answer it. And if you have a statement, we'll play it. And Sight you, unseen. And if you represent Fabio, get in touch. If you, if you know Fabio or how to get in touch with him for a potentially 10 second gag about his own face being smashed with a goose, maybe reach out. All right. We're here. We're open for business. Um, well, that's it. That's the end of the podcast. Go rate and review the show if you like it. Unless, again, if you're Fabio's representation and you don't like what you hear, you know, just you don't need to do anything. No need to look us up or find any of our contact information. No lawyers need to get involved. OK, just forget it. Just forget about it, all right? <laughs> just forget it. I also have a podcast that ends with just forget it. Just forget about it. Forget everything you heard. We're done here. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye.
Hey boys, Satan here. I was just browsing the net in hell and came upon your podcast. Decided I'd give it a whirl. I put on your review of the Bible. It was good, but I think you could have gone a bit harder on God, that jealous bitch. Oh, oh, thou shalt not worship false idols. Oh, don't say my name, it hurts my feelings. Oh, smear that lamb blood on your door and I won't kill your son. God sucks ass. Y'all seem dope though. Anyhow, finish. Love the editor. Austin. Keep smoking that devil's lettuce all rolled up in Bible pages. Shane, no notes. Love you guys and see you in a few.